Hey guys, welcome to the Casey Catch-Up. We've got Tomoko as, first of all, she's a pioneer in downwind foiling, um, but second of all, <laughs> she's taken a long time to, to, to do a full Maliko run and, and I've sort of followed her journey. Um, her, Kathy Shipman and Devin Blish are all sort of, sort of trailblazers, um, not only just for downwind foiling, but they're, I guess, older women that are doing it and 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 while they live in Maui which is perfect conditions for it it doesn't matter it's still it's not the easiest thing to learn so I've, I've asked I asked Tom Tomoko to come on with Kathy and Devin and the other two were busy so Tomoko is flying the flag for us so so thank you Tomoko thanks for coming on thank you James and uh, I've been watching your insta live like my <laughs> downwind porn it, it's the Oahu guys, a lot of um, ripping surfer guys that's struggling trying to do downwinder, it gives us hope. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, yes, those ripper guys are struggling. Yeah, not that's, just us. <laughs> that's that's exactly right. Like it's it's it is probably the most humbling thing you will ever try to learn to do. Downwind sup foiling is or downwind foiling full stop is is really hard. And I know a lot of people that are like younger um like kids that are that that not only struggled to, to learn it but like are still struggling to learn it and um that's why I guess I wanted to get to get you on Tomoko because you, you I was chatting to a friend Julian Bradley and he's over in Maui at the moment and he said and these these older chicks are killing it like they're they're doing full Maliko <laughs> runs and he's like there's no one like that anywhere else and, and over here in Australia a lot of people blame age they blame their gender they blame I'm not strong enough. They blame all these things. There's all these excuses as to why they're not getting into it. They really want to get into it, but they're, they're not into it yet. Um, and I know you guys are doing it. So you guys like flying the flag. So, so good on you. And that's, I guess I want to talk to you about your journey. Yeah. Well, it's, it was a long journey and it <laughs> still is. The moment you think you got it, the ocean will shut you down. And it's been like a drama. It's been like, little virgin a small scale of life experience it's like <laughs> yeah. happiest moment and rock bottom and yeah but um it started just like you guys it started with the the kai lenny's footage with that race board chopped off yeah and i was like i i am never uh, a fan of crowded places that's why i can't really shortboard it's too many people and um that I think that's the reason I got into wind sports in the first place. Mm. But um, so I watched Kai surfing the whole ocean and I was like, oh my gosh, how would that feel? Mm. So I think the year after, my friend Tomo, another Tomo, the Tomo Sub Tomo, yeah. when he came over and he tried a couple of times and he's like, oh, Maliko, it'll be easy. I'll do it with you. And then he got this 610 hypernut board and he had some foils and I had like a regular sub board, um, sub foil board. So, and he said, oh, that's fine. I, I can use Kai. I, he let me use his Maliko 160, I think back yeah. then. So we tried, he couldn't even get up. He, I mean, he, I think he got up like maybe two seconds and mm. he was exhausted and he, and I had a bigger board than him. So I was floating down faster than him. And he's like, wait. He was like, wait for me. So that was like my, I think my first experience. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, you're so I was the, like, okay. You're on the Kai Fall, right? So I remember, I think Tomo told me the same story. You're on the Kai Fall and he was on the Maliko 160. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he switched it. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he thought that he could do it. So he gave me his Maliko and he was using Kai. Oh, and, right. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, like, he, 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 you know, he got shut down. I, of course, I got shut down. And I thought, okay, this, this is for the elites, of course. And then um, I think I tried like a couple times that year again. And then the next year, of course. I forget about all the pain. So, and those are <laughs> short runs. It's like three miles and yeah. still exhausting. Yeah. So, and then that was when I saw Dave, Alex, everybody was struggling doing the short run. 
getting pissed off and you know everybody was struggling and I think the year after we tried I was with Junior, Chris, Dave and Dave was getting it and Chris and Junior was just muscling it just like paddle 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 and then just lay down on the on the board yeah give up and yeah. I was just floating and um after that I every year I try like a couple times because thinking I'm maybe I'm better or maybe it's it's good so yeah. and then I give up yeah and I think that's when not even Chris had a heart attack doing that yeah I think so, I remember that actually yeah he, yeah yeah so so I I was kind of doing it for a long time but only like not even thinking that I could do it I was just doing it just to see okay I can't do it yeah and last year a year before I was winging the whole summer I was doing downwinder every day on wings and that was my goal that year to finish the Malik full Malik on the wing and I got that Mm -hmm. so the next year it's not big of a challenge anymore so I was like okay I'm gonna set my goal Molokai winging and start doing the sub stand up. Yeah. Down. Yeah. And then Devin started doing it. Kathy was already doing it, ripping. And so she was always giving us advice. Mm-hmm. And that was when I started getting serious because I never had anybody to go with. And you have to have a, somebody to go with yeah. to do the shuttle. Yeah, and um, and Kathy, Eddie, Dave, those guys are way too fast. I didn't want, I can't ask them to go with me, so I I really didn't do it. Yeah, but now that Devin, I I got Devin, so we started doing it, and Ralph Siffer, who's been a very avid, really expert race downwind, I'm, like race for downwinder. Yeah, I've raced Ralph yeah. a couple times. He's flying. yeah, he's really yeah. good. He's, he decided to do it. And Randy Royce, who's kind of like me, um, kind of, you know, we're like old, no talent, kind of ordinary. <laughs> you guys talk yourselves down. You guys are killers. No, guys- <laughs> no, no. Both uh, struggle. I think he had struggled more than I have. Yeah. Because he's been doing a lot more known float, known lifted run than yeah. I have. Yeah. In the last four years. But he joined pretty much every possible occasion. Yeah. And uh, so that was um that was a breakthrough. Well to to start doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we, we started doing like a coup out to Sugar Cove, which is about three miles. Couldn't even think of Maliko Run. Start from Maliko Bay to Sugar Cove was adventure for us. And yeah. doing Kihei Run. We just did a really short run. One time we did full Maliko Run. It took us two and a half hours being yeah. so exhausted. Yeah. And even the next day, my I couldn't walk. My knee got all swollen up. So I figured, okay, with my skill, I need to do a short run and get better Otherwise, I'm going to damage my body. Yeah, for sure. And, oh, yeah. So, um, so I want to ask you, I, I want to ask you two questions. One, how did winging help you? Because I think winging is something that I really believe oh. can be helped. One, to improve your confidence, but two, just to um, improve um, linking bumps, you know, because yeah. I always talk about winging as look, it's, it's way more accessible because you're up on foil. It's, it's way more yep. fun when you're learning because, you know, you're up on foil like the whole time and you can so actually fun. make a 15K run. You can almost get 30Ks out of it because you're zigzagging a lot more. So it's more right. time out there. The other thing, um, confidence, like getting confidently, yep. you, you're, you're pretty confident out in the ocean. And <laughs> like so, some people are- I'm confident in the ocean, but I'm definitely not confident downwinding. Yes. For sure. But like, you know, like some people are, especially here in, in Australia are, are like, oh, you were so far out to sea, I couldn't even see you. Whereas in Maui, that's kind of, you know, that's less of a fear, I guess, because the water's warm and there's turtles, there's tiger yeah. sharks and stuff in Maui too. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> yeah not many sharks like you guys do. <laughs> yeah. 
but in Australia, it's like to, to get people downwinding, they're like, oh, I'd never do that. Then you get them winging and yeah. they learn that, okay, I can be confident out the back there and kind of ride the bumps. And it gives them confidence that if they don't get up, that at least they know that out there is not this shark death zone, you know? Right, right. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just wind in a wave. It's actually almost safer than the shore because the waves don't dump. They're just sort of cappers. So- I don't think you get down very often, but once you get down, do you think you sharks? Um, no, I, when I do the lives, I'm just sitting in the water, dangling my legs. Um, yeah. So no, I don't really think about it. Actually, yesterday oh. I was out at Yorkie's Knob. Up, I'm up in Cairns and there's a few crocodiles in the water up here, apparently. Um, <laughs> I've, I haven't seen one yet, but I, was, um, I did my live and my friend commented, oh, I was up at Yorkie's Knob at four o'clock and a crocodile swam past. <laughs> oh my God. So I was like, okay, maybe I don't sit in the water up here for quite as long. <laughs> wow. But um, yeah. The, yeah, the conf- I, I don't think about sharks. I, I've seen sharks before, but um, I don't think about sharks. One time I had this magical experience. I think when you spend enough time in the water trying to pour your energy out, you, you get those moments, right? Yeah. I'm sure you have. And um, so I've been doing the practicing, not getting lifted, maybe lifted a couple seconds. And I was getting worse and worse last year about this time. I didn't get any better and feel like I was going worse and worse. And I was like, okay, I I don't think I can do this. I'm just going to give up. And I was alone, kind of cloudy, windy day. I was doing the one uh, run alone. And then I was like so frustrated. I was sitting in the water and I saw this big dark shadow coming towards me from like um, right side behind me. And yeah. I was like, great, the shark's going to come and eat me. <laughs> but it was um, two or three dolphins. Yes. And from like right side of my back, catching those bumps like so smooth and catching bumps and go under me and then it was like hey this is how you do it yeah they're showing you the way you can do it and I was like oh my gosh okay I gotta keep doing it like that was like a cheerleader yeah yeah so so I I I kept going and finally I, I was getting better and um so that was kind of a one moment I remember yeah that that's yeah. unreal and like that's i guess you get way more of those moments than you do of the big shark coming to get you or the croc coming to get you <laughs> was, <laughs> yeah yeah you know, I've, I've had yeah. dolphins I, with I me lots of times like, yeah good yeah and and yeah. whales so those and, kind of moments is so magical yeah absolutely and that's what i guess to me winging helps people have the confidence to go out deep yeah. in the water and, yeah. and all, offshore so they can catch the, the downwind bumps um yeah. and i guess the hardest thing with winging is pulling the wing away i think because when people get that feeling it's you know so easy and then they go to paddle with this on the stand-up and like man this is too hard i'm just gonna go back to wing and one of the things i've really wanted to do is try to get people to use the wing obviously but also um mm-hmm. put the wing to away just, and use the yeah. paddle you know because it's to me um, now that I can sup downwind foil using the wing is it's a nuisance you know it's so it's annoying it's frustrating because as soon as you see a good bump you got to maneuver the wing out of the way and it's yep. like it's your your multitasking the entire way you've got to read the bumps you've got to do the right lines you've got to get the wing out of the way whereas when you're paddling you literally paddle up and once you're up the paddle pretty much yep. goes away you know you've seen yeah i'm not sure if you're putting the paddle behind you just yet but jeremy and all and dave and all those no never (laughs) yeah but i understand yeah it's um it's uh yeah i you're totally true i couldn't understand like when i was winging full speed as much as i as fast as i could go and dave would be trying to go as slow as he could just going side when side and yeah and i still can't keep keep up with them and i was like gosh those guys are just so fast yeah and um yeah they go so fast and uh so i knew eventually i wanted to do it yeah but it felt like it was just um um not realistic but um when i'm winging i knew that ultimate way to do downwinder was 
subfoil down lender prone, you know, without anything. Yeah. And those guys are um, doing the um, paddle. Um, you know, those guys don't even use the paddle. And then they told me to use, um, yeah, they told me to use, um, try not to use any um, paddle at all. Yeah. And it's so hard for me because I, I naturally, even when I don't need it, I naturally want to touch the water just for like a, it's kind of like a security feeling. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's definitely like um, paddling, I think, does two things that teaches you wrong, I guess, techniques, same as winging kind of does too. Um, with, with winging, I feel like you're sailing more than you're riding the bumps. And it's, it's that um, trade-off. And obviously you can just ride the bumps, but um it's kind of what's almost when you don't know where the energy is and you've got so much power from the wing that the wing overpowers any energy that you can feel from yep. the ocean. So by putting the, yeah, well, by putting the wing away, you're actually, it forces you to find the, the power pockets, I guess. Whereas yep. when you're winging, you sort of sheet in, you're going so quick and then you sheet out a little bit and you're looking for the bump. And it's like most of the time, you're probably going too fast to even find the power pocket. So you're overpowering it. Same with paddling. True. Yeah. When you paddle, yep. you actually, you're creating your own power, which again is overpowering um, the whole situation. And, and again, you, you can't find the power pocket in the ocean. You're probably going right. too straight or um, not turning enough and, and all these like lots of right. different angles you can work to sort of find that power pocket. But by using a paddle or winging, it prevents you from finding them as fast. Mm -hmm. I guess you still find them eventually, but it's, it's, yep. A bit of a struggle and a panic. Oh, I got to paddle. So or I got to shoot. Him. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, what if I don't find it? I'm gonna go down again. Yeah. <laughs> and it's gonna be ten minutes. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. But so uh, winging, winging helped me so much. I used to downwind with the race board, mm -hmm. kind of casually, and I never knew that people are you connecting bumps. I mm. ne I never, I never did it. I, I had a rudder, but I only used it going out on the side shore wind and yeah. coming into the harbor. <laughs> yeah. and I didn't know why they were fast because they were using the bumps. Yeah. But I you know, I never knew it. I didn't learn that on the sub race board. Mm -hmm. But winging, I could learn it. And then you're really comfortable with speed going yeah. winging and you get on the bumps and you're going super fast. So that gives you a little more... Um, comfort feeling on the subfoil board yeah yeah uh, but you know on winging you're used to it so yeah, yeah that's you, it the other thing foils you go faster yeah that's what i was going to say with winging you tend to use a smaller foil because especially in maui yeah. because you can because it's windy um yeah. and, then, and yeah. then when you go to subfoil downwind i guess it's way like way harder to get up on those small foils and then even once you're up it's harder to sort of link the yeah. bumps on those small foils so yeah I'm sure one of the, I want to go through some of the breakthrough moments in equipment, but, you know, by using a, going from winging to subfoil, for some people, it feels like a backward step because they're using a bigger foil. Um, yeah. So, but you really, like, you just have to, a, a bigger foil is going to yeah. get you up and I mean, going. And don't get up. You don't even, you, it's, you're not starting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it took me like half a year to, go downsize my foil and i started gl240 i don't even know how big it is it's humongous yeah it's big i was almost like embarrassed to carry it around <laughs> <laughs> it was so big but i couldn't use like huge maliko tail with that and then as soon as you get up it's too big yeah yeah but i couldn't get up so you just you keep using it and until you're like getting up more often that your legs are so tired from pushing it down but it took me a long time to to learn how to get up yeah so the gl240 i just looked up it's 1900 square centimeters which is that's a big okay. it's a big foil yeah that's that's, that's yeah it's um and i even use like eight fifty thousand yeah. for winging so yeah that's so almost you, double size. yeah yeah it's, it's yeah it's it, yeah double just about um a lot yeah. of people and i think you look you, you did the exact right thing like saying on the gl240 
it, it's actually a really good foil. It's high aspect. It's, um, you mm-hmm. know, it, it got plenty of lift. Um, I've been telling heaps of people to, to try out, um, you know, foils that size. And people are always like, oh, I don't want to go that slow. And um, I always yeah, remind yeah. people, I use the Maliko 280, which is, hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> I use the Maliko 280 in a race, which is 2,500 wow. square centimeters. And I beat surf skis, like the fastest yep. other craft by like a lot. Get, I beat them, down. Exactly. I beat them by like 10 minutes. Like it was ridiculous. Wow. And That's- people are like, oh, but you're going so slow. It's like, you used to paddle a stand up or you used to paddle a surf ski because a lot of guys are transitioning over to foiling. And, uh, it's like the slowest foil is still faster, like way faster than anything else. And it's like surf yep. skis and stand-ups that we're all riding bumps. Yep. But because so many people have been surf foiling first or wing foiling first, so they're used to riding, you know, 800 to 1,000 square centimetres. They don't want to go to like, you know, 2,000 or 1,500 square centimetres. But really, if you want to downwind, that's that's. I thought, really I, thought I, I, I could do something a little smaller because I'm smaller, right? Yeah. But if you don't get up you don't learn anything so you you got to get up first and then once you get up first and then you can start coming down like yeah. down exactly but it was yeah it was long journey like 240 210 nl 190 i think or gl 180 something like i went down like five different sizes and yeah yeah and every time it was so scary yeah for sure that's that's the thing that i always tell people like if you're going to change down a foil size um make sure you can paddle up on it and, and actually that's i want to talk to you about the flat water training you've been doing with jeremy riggs in, in kahului yep. and, and how, how much has that helped you yep it's um well it was so funny because it started because jeremy and tomo was filming flat water um paddle up mm-hmm and they make it look too easy. I was, I was watching and it's like, let me show you how normal people would look. <laughs> like, give it to me. I'll, I'll show you how, how not possible that is. And then so I did it. And then they were telling me what to do. And I was struggling, but towards the end, I felt like, oh, and then they're like, come on, keep going, keep going. And I was like, no, I'm tired. But I, I got up and after that, some people that who was watching, it's like, oh, let's just keep this weekly stuff. Mm. And then that's how it started. So cool. And, yeah. It's, um, and it's not easy. It's not easy. It's not fun. I would never do that on my own. It's so <laughs> yeah. boring and tiring. Um, Jeremy does that on his own, which is amazing. Yeah. That's how, he, that's why he's good. Yeah. But I only, I, I used to not want it to go, but I just to support Jeremy, I wanted to be there mm-hmm. to to do it. So I, I kept going and th- now I see the results. Like I paddle better and the confidence, like if you can do the flat water popping up, that's, that gives you di- um, confidence in the, when the wind goes down mm. and it's hard to g- get up. But it's it can't be any harder than flat water, yeah. So you know, if you try hard, you can get up. Yeah, for sure. That that's and I like that's with my coach Casey Club. I sort of go through the technique required for the yeah. power you need to paddle yeah. up in flat water because not everyone yeah. has good downwind conditions like you guys do in Maui. Like most yeah. of us have wind maybe once a week or maybe twice, yeah. twice of you know yeah. a, a month or something like this. So, but everybody practice. has flat water. Maybe everyone has. Front- yeah exactly and so, so and so you can work on the skills yeah and you can work yeah. on the skills that you need to be able to get going and you can dial in equipment you can dial in you know you're tuning yep. your foil you can dial in your paddle technique and a lot of people that are learning to suck down in foil have never even paddled before so um teaching them how to do like a a, a good catch and a good power phase and all these things are it's so important and um probably the hardest thing with with sup foiling i'd say is um your sprinting to get going and it's maybe five it's if if you're jeremy it's five stroke if everyone else is close to the 20 or 30 strokes and it's but it's no more than 30 i would say it's like five to 30 and 30 you've probably mistimed the bump or it's flat water yeah but 30 strokes to paddle at full speed is really hard to do yeah yeah 
yeah, I'm lucky that obviously I, I came from a SUP racing background because, mm-hmm. and so for me, I've got that power and I've, I've trained that for years, but, um, yeah. but for most people that have never even paddled before, and even if you've just paddled a SUP in the surf recreationally, that almost doesn't count. Like you've got to work no. on a sprint yeah. like fast, efficiently. Yeah. And then you've got to add in the, the, the pumping technique too. And it's, there's, yeah, like there's, the unweight. Yeah. yeah there's so much to work on just in the flat water before you even think about going into the ocean um yeah but i've had people who can paddle up in the flat water but cannot paddle up in the bumps and right to me this was like oh, i was like i've never heard of that before because i thought you know you can just muscle it and, and then i thought about it, like okay, well, the, the bumpy water is is you know it's it's up and down there's there's, you, there's, yeah, up, there's uphills and downhills yeah. so that the timing factor, and this is something in my course too, that, that the timing is so important. You need to actually time it for your downhill, you know, t- to get going. Because if you start paddling and it's uphill, you're just going to stop. So I guess talk right. to us about how much did the flat water stuff help you? And then when you got to the, into the bumps, was it like all of a sudden, yep, I've got it? Or was it still a bit of a learning process? Right. Yeah, it's all, it's all so many factors and you got to work on every one of them and get discouraged and shut down and it's it's been like every one of them it's been a struggle for me but um they keep telling me not to paddle all the time doing the downwinder on the rough water yeah and um it's so hard because everybody's going fast and you just want to keep up. So you keep paddling and you get tired. It's like, oh, I can't get up. I can't get up. And then now I finally know that, okay, you wait for the right moment and then paddle as hardest and mm-hmm. then you get up. Yeah. But it's so hard to get that mindset. Yeah. And, uh, and then tire yourself out so much. Big time. That's why I think really I didn't know it, that it was good, but doing the short run is good because if you do a long run, too long of a run, you get too tired. You just want to get it over with. So towards the end, you're just kind of paddling with no intention. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like the short run gives you like quality time. More, yeah. yeah. To be focused on it, whereas if you do a long run, you get yeah. the quantity, but it's it's yeah. as you said, you've got to take a couple strokes just at the right time. And then you're up and going. Whereas mm-hmm. if you just paddle the whole time, it's it's a long it's a long paddle yep. on a short board. For us, <laughs> we're getting we're older, so our body doesn't handle too much um, too much um, strenuous work. Yeah. So um, if I try too hard, like try to push Malik around, and I couldn't walk for a week, or mm. or in fact, right now I'm kind of out of water because. I did Malik. I, I felt so good for like three weeks. I kept going Malik around every day. And then now I'm like, my, my back went off. Oh, so I, I got to, yeah, I have to pace myself. And then that's what older people have to learn too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long game. Yeah. You got to think long term. Yeah. yeah. Don't get, don't get too excited. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, it's something really, important to learn which i haven't learned yet that um longevity is the key and yep. you can't just go full force and crash yeah i think we're all trying to learn that <laughs> oh, we all, so hard. We, especially hard. with foiling we all get so excited on like yeah and you kind of feel tired so stoked <laughs> yeah exactly and it's like you're so excited and there's that's the thing with foiling is there's more and more good days like surfing mm-hmm. it's like okay you could have a rest between swells because there was a yep. gap between swells whereas foiling it's like yep. that's perfect for this foil that's perfect for yep. this foil you know and it's just no, it's it, so there's always <laughs> we yep. gotta and Maui, i've been waiting for the junk day to rest there's no junk days no. It's, every day is windy every day is epic and now so many people are doing it so always someone to go with yeah so yeah, it's it's been rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tough. First world problems for sure. <laughs> yeah. But um the main reason that you guys wanted to ask question was us girls doing mm. it. Yeah. And I just wanted to thank Kathy and Annie who was 
doing it from the beginning, probably 2017. Yeah. And I remember Kathy was using like a Malika foil, doing yep. it every day, runs all of her own. And um, Annie's just a mad talent. She she just, I don't know where she practices, but she she does it amazingly. Yeah. And so supportive of everyone. Like she has passed me so many times when I'm struggling, not getting lifted. And she was like, she would stop and then try to watch me. And it's like, please leave. (laughs) (laughs) So please leave. But she's always like sharing for us and um, always showing us how and always, you know, a beat. Yeah. Yeah. And he's such a legend. Oh, yeah. They're great. Kathy's even older than me. Yeah. Well, there you go. Age is just a number, right? Nope. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah. I, we just realize when we look back, we're older, but our mind is still the same. And I still feel like total beginner. So I don't realize that my body is not as young as it was 10, 20 years ago. But yeah, but my the same. It's, and then starting the new sports gets you so excited. Yeah, it's so true. Like learning is kind of the fountain of youth, isn't it? If you keep learning new things and, and new yeah. skills, then it's going to keep you young. Um, yeah. And in the in the mind, anyway. All, we got so many new sports in our lives. Yeah. And uh, got experience all the pioneering time and watch, you know, trial and error, and that's the best part, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Since. Yeah. Since I've been, I guess, in, in my lifetime, I've I'd learnt surfing when I was young and then yeah. um, stand-up surfing and then I got into kite yeah. surfing and then stand-up yeah. racing and now now foiling and, and winging. Foiling, foil yeah. surf, wing. Yeah. yeah, all the disciplines of foiling. Um, it's, yeah. We're so lucky. Yeah, it's such a cool yeah, time to be alive. Are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and all the young guys are just showing un- unbelievable stuff. You guys are... Like, yeah, like I, I said, my downwind porn. I watch <laughs> yeah. it and about it. <laughs> yeah, the the down the live downwinds. I never know if because when I'm filming, I don't I often I don't often actually watch it back because it's like oh I, I lived it and oh, then yeah yeah. But I never know how good or bad the video is. So I'm you know bouncing around and. <laughs> so I'm like I hope well, this that's is viewable. Kind of like uh, yeah, live. It's it yeah, makes it's you feel good on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, along the journey, along the journey. Um, yeah, yeah so yeah. I guess. I want to talk to you about um, obviously so using the Maliko or sorry the the GL two forty. Um, did you ever use yeah. the Maliko two eighty downwind trying to go? No, only only in um, flat water. Yeah. To begin. Yeah. Because I don't know if they had it. I don't. I you know I never was interested in that big of a foil. I always was into smaller foil for surfing or yeah. winging. Yeah. But I never that existed so i think that gl240 was the biggest i could get the hands on yeah i think a gl240 is it's one of the better ones to learn on too because it's a bit more high aspect and 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 less downturn so it's got a bit more glide and that's one of the things that i think um a lot bigger than like kai foil that i tried for the first time (laughs) (laughs) i tried the kai foil downwind once too and it was yeah i think i remember yeah it was you a, and market yeah i i used it in um wa with matt nottich and it was it oh, was okay. it was um I, I got up once over like yeah. three k's and matt and i he was matt was on a race board and i was on a uh sup foil board with the with the kai and we we sort of swapped so we sort of had each other like to do it with oh, someone wow. to do it with nice. and yeah i got up once but like got up and then it was just like a straight stall I think I was too heavy for it, <laughs> but but it was um I think ninety nine percent of people are too heavy for it. It's amazing that Kai was downwinding on that, and that shows how important board design amazing. is for yep. um for downwind falling and getting going. And um it's funny we've done a full circle. So originally, you know, Kai came out and he yeah. was on this chopped down race board. And everyone's like, oh, that's cool, but the board looks clumsy. It looks looks horrible. We should yep. use smaller boards. Yep. And everyone went down. Like I went and down. Now to, you know. <laughs> I went down to three ten on my prone, and now I'm up at yeah. four five. And I went down to five ten, or even five six. I think it was on my sup 
sort of downwind board and wow. now I'm up to six one. So it was um I, amazing. I, yeah, we've all and I, my first like successful downwind foil board was a seven two and it was twenty four and a half. Oh, wow. But it was square. Wow. So we're yeah. looking back at that, it's like, oh, I was like, we're actually onto something being longer and um, yeah, narrower, yeah. but being square wasn't the best shape for sure. But um, I remember yeah. you guys were pumping so much and then somebody was saying, oh, smaller the better because you can pump up quicker. Yeah. So I made something tiny and it's like, no, it doesn't work. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah, it's it's a little bit nicer once you're up and going, but it's harder to get going. And, and so, oh, yeah. Uh, um, tell us about the uh, boards that you were riding, like what you started on and what you're on now. Yeah, um, well, I've always been a Jimmy Lewis um, board. Mm -hmm. And I have, well, at first I was using a little wave board. And then I went down to something a lot smaller than the regular wave board because everybody thought that smaller is a way for downwinder. Yeah. <laughs> So I tried that, but I didn't work. So I, I ended up using that for wave um, surfing. And then people were starting to tell me, okay, bigger the better because, you know, you, you need uh, stability. So I made something bigger, like six foot. Yeah. And narrow, like, but not narrow enough. It's like 20. It was still tippy and hard. But so, well, I, so just, you, I, just, you just froze. It was 20, which? 20? two or 20 23, 23. 23 yeah nice yeah it's um yeah and then i used that and i be I, I was using that for till very recent and i was using that for flat water too mm -hmm. but um but for like last three four months i've been uh, watching dave and those guys in the surf small tiny surf and downwinder and and i still like i don't want to change my board i've been using jimmy's board for i don't know 20 plus years yeah so i fought it fought it but then i dave had some prototype that's too thin for him he had an extra blank so he just kind of made it thinner board and he said try it and then i tried it and the takeoff is just night and day it was I was gonna fight and try hard to make the gap, fill the gap, but there's no way I could yeah. make up. Yeah. So I got that one. Yeah. And, and that's I think it it's next I think it's next to you. <laughs> it's yeah, so so now I think it's close like seven ten, nineteen, something like that. Yeah. And it's like for flat water with yep. my older board i could barely get up on 2200 mm -hmm. i could but it, it was a struggle and with barracuda i try so far down to 1400 and get up every time wow yeah so, so cool. that's a big difference. yeah 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 so for me it's not like right now it's about getting up and kept going mm -hmm. so if if I can feel confident getting up on no matter what, and that's a big, big confidence Massively. for me. Yeah, that's yeah, that's huge, and that's that's I guess um, people. Someone asked me the other day why why I stayed while I'm on a six while I was on a six by twenty four for so long, and and I <laughs> get up, get yeah. up no matter what. I'm yeah, I, I said, look, it, I'm not the best example because because I'm getting up on. Like I can get up on a foil that's too small, even in downwind. Like I'll get yeah. up and I'm going to have to pump the whole way because the bumps aren't fast enough. Right. And I'm like, um, yeah. for me, it wasn't a good, um, I'm not the best test pilot for those boards because I can make it work. And so we, we yeah. um, basically, thanks to you guys over in Maui, pretty much. The, the longer skinnier I, boards. I think are, uh, I'm a, yeah, I'm a good representative. Seriously. For who needs any help i can get it i need it yeah and yeah. this uh, game changer like absolute game changer and not just for me but my older crew we call it b team wanna b team <laughs> <laughs> and we all 
used to not wanting to go on the light days. Uh, Ralph Sifford refused to go under 25 knots. Wow. Yeah. Now, we can go. You know, he, he does, it doesn't even phase him. Yeah. Because he can get no matter what. Yeah. And that's, that's so cool. And that's, I've always, I always wondered in Maui why the, the crew didn't paddle under 25 knots. But it's, if it's windy all the time, <laughs> if it's windy all the time, you got to have a rest day eventually. So whenever I'm over there, yeah. it's like, oh my God, it's so windy. Um, but see the race that when it's that windy, half of them don't even show up. It's so lame. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, ah, it's not even, that's, that's a flat water race. <laughs> It's like that's so bump. Yeah, that's the bumpiest race in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's um, no, nah, it's so cool. And and yeah, the the development in board design the last probably six months has been unbelievable. Um, I think obviously I definitely say Dave, um, Kalama boards came up, you know, with the, you know, the the breakthrough design, and and you know, I hope he gets the recognition for it. Um, I hope so too. He yeah. I struggle more than 80% of people to do this, mm -hmm. but I think Dave struggled more than I have be mm -hmm. just because he's been pioneering it. Yeah. And Ford is originally for proning. He wanted to eventually do the proning downwinder. So, yeah. so it's even harder to get up. Yeah. So that's why he was focusing on easy pop-up yeah and that's how it came out and then we started paddling with it and it still works and it actually works great yeah but um but i've seen him struggle and bad runs i've heard that there are some boards that he didn't even get up for the whole run or mm -hmm. you know for him that's that's big yeah oh yeah for sure <laughs> So, and done some serious R&D. Yeah. And he spent more time and more energy. I would say maybe 80% of his brain goes into downwinding. And the rest is maybe family, other stuff. But he he's just so dedicated to downwinding and working on the board that's accessible for us. Yeah. Well, he's only thinking about himself, but it's we get the benefit <laughs> yeah that's that's one of the things because i think because dave struggled so much he's forced to like he's the best you talk about test pilots like you need someone like he's heavier too like you know yeah being, yeah he's got obviously he's a strong paddler but he's and he's yeah. so good at reading the ocean but mm -hmm. um yeah the, the board designs really allowed him to crack the code and so cool it's, it's amazing it's um he has done up till now like windsurfing, supping, sup racing, downwinding, canoeing, all put together to make best out of this. Yeah, I think I totally and, agree. Yeah, yeah, we're so lucky to have him and other people around, and it's like inspiration overload. Yeah, big time. He's um. Yeah. Yeah, he's always a pleasure to chat to, and to to I'm lucky enough to have done a few runs with him, and he's yeah he's a freak to watch he, he's look. yeah when it's windy it's a sight to see and when it's not it's like it shows how um humbling the sport is because i did a kihei run with him and i i got up like straight away and i was doing loops around him come on dave let's go let's go waiting for him <laughs> and then awesome. he and, and then he got up and he just got faster and faster and faster as the, and then towards the end, he was waiting for me. He was like, he's like, come on, James, let's go. Wow. It was like, it was just like, man, this guy's a serious waterman. Like in, in, he needs a bit more water to get going, but like, yeah. he's just like, once he's moving, he just, he doesn't yeah. stop. Um, That's he's, he's so good at going fast. Loves <laughs> it so much. He's like a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then that, energy just gives us energy too exactly and someone who's been in the ocean for so long is getting so much joy yeah. out of downwind falling yeah. it's it's refreshing right like there's it's um, yeah over here in australia the same in maui you've got your you know your grumpy old surfers you know people that are just um sitting out in the line up and they're out here right. and they're, yeah right. and they're just like they get their one wave and they bark at someone yeah. and 
crowd, there's no no crowd. No right? crowd. Yeah, no crowd. And this and, We're and, happy and, to see somebody. Yeah, happy to see people. Seriously, <laughs> to share a bump with someone. No, you try to get close to them. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 such a refreshing it's about downwind community. Yeah, the downwind community. Friendly and um, happy to meet and everybody knows no matter how good you are or how beginner you are everybody has gone through the struggle so i think that's a strong bond yeah we all know that everybody i mean no exception yeah yeah everyone. probably have more struggle than most but still, <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's why i love to hear all the rippers you know big wave surfer pro guys um, trying to stop and then keep falling those footage just makes me go oh yeah <laughs> I love I, it. yeah it's 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 um it's cool that they they want to do it too you know like originally I when i saw the oh, void cool. when i saw the voyager guys i'm like oh yeah, the, like, I love it. yeah like the prone I'm stuff is fan. epic but i was like i, yeah. I messaged him i'm like if you guys want to do like long runs you got to stop like ah oh, no we're just gonna prone it's fine and, and now you're seeing more and more of them and yeah. they freak out gorge yeah gorge for <laughs> i know the, the gorge is the gorge is, yeah it's it's, it's, it's it's like a gorge is a hot spot for the those big wave ripping surfers yeah yeah and, and they're in a river <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh it's so cool though. but like the gorge it's 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 an epic spot like wind every day yeah. And, um yeah i'm gonna try to chat to kane after the hood river race um because yeah it'd be cool to see like what equipment they're using and that's why like places like the gorge and, and maui yeah. and oahu and um they're just like kane is like a mad scientist <laughs> he is <laughs> yeah he's amazing and he's so helpful and he's so down to earth and yeah. i've known him he was like 14 he couldn't drive and he had this big telescope in his house that he could barely, I mean, he lives up in the upcountry, like a Pukalani. Yeah. And he has big telescope that barely see a ripple at the harbor. And then he sees that and then he's like, wants to go down and foil. Yeah. <laughs> Got the telescope. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, he's such a good kid. Um, and, and like, yeah. uh, what's refreshing with him is that, you know, in Maui, there's been a bit of a um, um, hold the secrets in, like, you know, for foil design and, and board design yeah. it's like we're not going to tell everyone what we're doing you can come here and see but if you're not here yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't know whereas kane's so like yeah, yeah. He's, he's open he tries everything yeah. but that's that's what the progression needs yeah just time. like any he's not really like sponsored any board company or anything yeah. so he could try every shaper every design yeah and that's how you know he him and kane they both are what they care about is high higher performance no matter what yeah and yeah better equipment so that's that's great for us yeah oh it's so good for the the community it's going to propel us forward faster yeah. whereas um by holding the the fast gear in it's like oh you know it's, it's great for one person but for the whole community not so much i guess um but it's uh, it's that. I think it all comes down to Molokai to Oahu. I think you know people want to want to have the best gear for Molokai, and you've seen like yeah. Kai and the Spencer boys like sort of pillowcases over the foils, and you know not letting people see. But it's I, I kind of like that too. It's you know once the race is done, it's like um, I hope it's all shared. Molokai to Oahu is not long enough anymore for foilers. Seriously, it's I feel like foilers is gonna have their own race that's even longer because now maui to molokai it's an hour, you and, a finish half. An hour <laughs> and a half oh my gosh <laughs> we're gonna need long i mean you guys need to work hard <laughs> yeah should be maui to oahu i think that'd probably be the right yeah, distance or like i don't know big island to Kauai all day or something. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'd be cool that's that's a long way though. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's maybe a two day event. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's how like crazy you guys are. It's 
it's it's amazing and actually, then the- you know what's crazy though actually so i did a race last weekend it was called the mini g up here in Cairns, and um it was mainly an outrigger event but there was also there were five of us foiling it and um we all started at the same time and i finished about it was a 16k race and i think i finished 10 minutes ahead of the first skis we've we gave them a little but I think I watched yes. it. I watched the footage. Oh, did and you? I was like, I bet those paddlers are hating James. <laughs> no, they're all stoked. They're all froth. It was cool That's to see. Good. Yeah. Um, but Sometimes was it- I, I even get to pass the paddlers uh, in the Malika run now. Yeah. And they don't even, like, they don't even foot at me. They just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's either complete froth that you're doing it or they yeah. just ignore you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But what was interesting is I was 10 minutes ahead, but then the last paddler was, was actually a mate of mine, Craig, and he was 10 minutes behind. Um, he was using basically too small a foil. He struggled to get up and going. So the, the, the struggle for event organizers is going to be, um, you know, how long a, or like. I know, you know because you know, if you don't get up. You're the slowest of slow. Like it's. Slow is the slow. Not yeah. even sub waveboard. It's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's whereas that's, that's kind of run I did all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's tricky because for, I think for, I think the skill yeah. level is definitely on the up, but I think yeah. for, for event organizers it's going to be tricky. You'd, you'd almost need a um a prerequisite, you know. I guess that's what M two O does. They they say you've got to have to have done a certain amount of ocean racing. Right. Um, yeah. So True. maybe that's going to become a thing because. Um, in craig he had a breakthrough moment up here but on the race day he was using a foil too small and i lent him um, a png 1300 and he was up the whole time well like you know for, for a 3k run he was up for two and a half kilometers of it so it's so much wow. of I think, is equipment you know like if you're using too small a foil there's there's not like an, an a lift he was using a lift 200 and a lift 200 look it's a big foil compared to the lift 120 yeah. but it's yeah it's not a it's not a 1800 square centimeter foil you know so there's you need size to stay up and going and um it was interesting yep. you know it's um yeah your foil is a slow foil if you're up not being up <laughs> yeah there's nothing slower than paddling which is funny yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah for you sure. gotta be foiling uh, yeah i know all too well <laughs> i used to say when i was teaching stand-up there's nothing slower than swimming because when you're, oh, if you're, yeah. if you're falling in off your board, then you're slow. And yeah. so it's, it's kind of the same with foiling, but if you're, yeah. fall, if you're not up on foil, it's kind of the same as not going. It's like swimming next to your yeah. race board. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, yeah, the, yeah. the, the foiling That's is. True. And the then people, the, every time you fall, you get tired. So you keep falling again too. Yeah. It's just, it's a snowball effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so, so how did Devin go learning? Because I, I know Kathy's a freak. I, I used to paddle with Kathy. Yeah. Well, um, Kathy, she, she, she's a freak in the, you know, in the first place. But yeah. she's the one who put the effort in the most. Yeah. She knows how. She has this uh, strategy to get better. She's an athlete all her life, so she knows. You know, she, she works on the gear. We're all girls. We don't really pay attention to gear too much but she does <laughs> yeah. like eight eighth of an inch move forward move back and then as soon as she feels comfortable she goes to a little smaller tail or smaller foil and then she's always constantly changing yeah and that's and and then she's learning to pace herself too because at first she used Malika foil she hurt her knee for a little while mm-hmm and now she's using a, a lot smaller foil and even smaller now. But her back was kind of um, hurting. So she started doing like some program and then now she's getting better. So she's mm-hmm. ripping. Yeah. And Devin, she's like a pedal machine. I'm, I'm sure you know. Yeah, I know Devin. She's, yeah, she's, like she's the she's... Most, most underrated racer probably in the world yeah like 
Molly people know how badass she is, but yeah. not so many people know because she doesn't come and talk to you like this. She's really shy and she doesn't care. She's not yeah. sponsored. Yeah. She just does whatever she does to keep her lifestyle and then just goes. Yeah. So I'm, I was lucky to have her to practice together all, all year long mm-hmm. because you're putting each other a lot. And if she goes out as many times as I do, she'll be way ahead of me. But luckily, she has to work once in a while, so yeah. So she, you know, she's still with us. But yeah. she's she's so good, and she doesn't like a change, so she doesn't change. It takes so long for her to change the board, and we keep telling her she gotta change this board. She was using this four-year-old kalama board for downwinding yeah. really wide heavy board and she still beat us <laughs> but now she's like changing and yeah. changing her foils and stuff but you know it's so, we all have strength and weakness <laughs> yeah it's, it's that's really it's cool to say like kathy's very she always seemed very like methodical and goal driven and yeah whereas yeah devon seems to not care so much she was sort of had what she had she was passing yeah yeah um, and then but, she's so talented and yeah. she's very fit. she goes to deep relief the gym and work out with all the young world yeah. champions <laughs> yeah so. pretty cool cool <laughs> cool to be able to do that on maui um so um, what yeah. do you know what, what what foils are they using so and, and what are you using now on, on like the windiest okay. day i'm using uh rs 1150 yep and point five tail yeah and the next windy day i think windy day or maybe next a little more swell day i'm curious to use 1000 because i'm a little smaller than most guys yeah i think you'll love it and the, the 1000 yeah. downwind yeah going small is always no wrecking yeah it is nervous there yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh, i think kathy just switch to armstrong from mm-hmm. um axis i mm-hmm. think she was using 900 and yeah. she has eight something axis yeah but her surf foil for armstrong is right in between so she tried it and it took her a couple runs but now i think she really likes it yeah so she's I think, using armstrong. yeah i think i think she's using the i think julian was saying she's using the 925 high aspect yeah which I think yeah. Axis, it's like bang in the middle of the um, 999 and the 899, yeah. which is probably. Yeah. That's, yeah. 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 Nice. She likes it now. Yeah. yeah. And um, Devin was using 999, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's still not knowing what to do. <laughs> <laughs> telling her, she's like, yeah, but today I, I just want to have fun. So I'm just going to stick to this this setup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then, like, what are you guys using on light wind days? Are you still doing downwind runs or are you just like. Kathy has no problem. She knows how to utilize so she doesn't come down. And yeah. when it's down and we go, we go down and, you know, swearing. She's yeah. all the way down. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And I I sometimes I use twelve fifty yep. to be safe, but every time I try to use twelve fifty, um, it feels slower. So I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. So I don't know. But maybe I need to learn to use that and be safe because I I think it's been kind of lighter it's not light but it's kind of a lighter condition last mm-hmm. week yeah and i was pumping too much and i think that's why pumping and pedaling too much yeah that i think my back kind of went off do so you, i need to learn cruise yeah do you have um i know for go for the rs 1300 is a is a good slight lighter wind foil um i tried 1300 and 1250 and 1250 mm-hmm for me is easier to turn like smoother turn for sure yeah yeah Yeah. the 1300 can go faster but it goes down quicker and Mm -hmm. then i mess 
turn. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, either I'll go fifty um rather than thirteen hundred. Yeah. And then um yeah. does does Kathy always use that? I guess she's using the Armstrong stuff, so she always on the nine two five. Yeah. Um so far since she started using that, um that's the only thing I've seen. Yeah. And and Devin, but, I know Devin would probably just be on the nine 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 the whole time. Yeah, but I think she's changing like tails, and I know she has one more thing, maybe eight ninety nine. Yeah. Or even narrower, and I think maybe she's kind of shuffling. Yeah. She doesn't know what, which one's the best. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I I love the eight ninety nine downwind. If we get conditions yeah. good enough, but it's not that yeah. often we get conditions that good. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm amazed, like watching your footage, just how um, light it is. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> I would <laughs> like for some reason I'm small, but I like the windiest condition. And most, yeah. most guys like, oh, that was too windy. It's not fun. Yeah. And it's like more Nothing. help. The better for me. Yeah. 40 knots, gusting 50. I love it. Yeah. I don't, you know, paddle or pump and I just, keep going so yeah yeah I, I yeah the windier stuff probably is just harder to read i think is is what i find when it's we don't have many yeah, of those days the <laughs> fear of coming down yeah oh it's fine yeah absolutely but once yeah condition shows the difference of the skill skill level <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and all the big guys go away and i'm like oh sorry bye yeah <laughs> leave me yeah yeah the lighter but, stuff is definitely more technical but jillian is the one who told me, a lot of people has told me but the other day when it was light and i was like it's so light it wasn't fun but she, he said the the lighter day is when you learn the most so he it's kind of like my mantra now it's like okay i'm learning more today yeah yeah jillian's a, an ex-coach casey club member and, and he lives in wa which is pretty windy but not it doesn't get days like maui it's like he's wind good. yeah it's windy often but not super windy so he's like my when i'm training for when i was training for molokai and when i'm when i training for my world record i was i was going out if the wind was the right direction so it could have been five knots oh, no. and i was going downwind because it was the right direction because we have wind that goes like east to west to north to south right. so if it was south or north we didn't say up or down the coast and it meant i was I was practicing. So yeah, definitely. You, you learn so much in the lighter conditions, but um, yeah. Not as fun, but you learn a lot, right? Exactly. It, it's, it, it's training. <laughs> it's training yeah. the light days. Yeah. yeah. Which is, but that, um, that gives you a bigger reward. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Once you, once you can get up on the light days, it's, it makes the windy days extra fun. That's for sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, and like, I guess, you know, I think one of the most important things is just like, like you've done is, is repetition, just, just doing it yep. and continuing to try. Don't give up. Um, it, it can I be. Tell you, I didn't, <laughs> if I knew I had to repeat this much, I don't know if I started it. <laughs> I know. That's... So far we, we've done more than hundred runs. Yeah. Unreal. And, and yeah. yeah. And, and most of them were struggle. <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least he's going to start the balance out now, right? So the, the first, also, the, the first we, twenty we were probably. Like, I was like, okay, I had ten bad runs. I better have a good run coming pretty soon, otherwise I'm going to quit. And then I'll have one good run, and then I have back to bad runs. Now it's like, okay, I had two bad runs. I better have a good runs. Yeah. But well, so but I you... had good runs. Yeah. What do you think your ratio is now? So at the beginning, it was 10 to 1 by the sounds of it. 10, 10 bad ones for one good one. What about now? Maybe 4 to 1. I don't good. know. It depends on the condition, but 4 to 1. Good. And even the one bad one is not... Nearly as bad. not that bad. Yeah. No, so, not, not even. Yeah. yeah if nice. I have to experience what I did last year, I'm going to cry. It's, it's so... <laughs> Uh, be careful pick pick the right days is my tip <laughs> yeah there are days that i like on the way back i didn't want to talk to him i talked to anybody and but i think i guess we all go through that 100 <laughs> percent. 
I did a I did a run over in Maui once and I wanted to, I was testing some stuff for GoFoil and um, Alex was driving me and it was like there was next to no wind it was glassy but there was sort of the, oh, the, yeah. the leftover swell and um, mm-hmm. I went all the way to the harbour from Maliko and and Alex picked me up he's like he's like what the hell like that was that was <laughs> that was amazing but it was made me sick like it was so light he just he's like that was wow. looks like such hard work i'm like yeah that's that's a good that's a good run in sydney <laughs> you know it's just because no the, the swell going the same direction can be enough um and that's training right it, it was it was a training day that's, not a that's not a fun what, day. Um, i'm starting to learn i can't utilize that very well but um a team does yeah yeah so that's that's our um our project yeah we need to learn keep working towards it because it it does make it, it to me it makes it more of a sport if that makes sense yeah yeah you know i mean totally. because when the conditions are good it's it's surfing which is i love surfing yeah. but you don't yeah. get um you don't get very fit from it you know you don't you don't feel <laughs> like you've done a workout like you're like, okay that was cool my legs are a little bit no nah, the legs are okay you know whereas and that's sort of like the longer distance stuff and and the the lighter wind days it's like okay now i'm getting yeah. the heart rate up and i'm like I'm, I'm working now, um, even on like on the run and, and yeah. it's, and it's that combat. And this for me, like my favorite type of training is the stuff yeah. that I'm having fun with and like downwind foiling in like five knots while it's hard, you're always chasing that bump just in front of you over there, over there. And it like distracts, it distracts you from the hard work you're doing. So it's like, makes it easy to train hard. So you get fit by having fun. And that's, that's, um, that's why I got into sup racing downwind anyway, because it was, right. this is fun. You know, I'm chasing that bump over there. I'm chasing that bump over there. Yeah. And then foiling's just in a better again, right? <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to learn on the sup racing. I never, I never knew how to connect and winging helped me. And now it's all about it. It's, it's so fun. It's mm. every time you connect, you're like, woo. Yeah, it's like a little party. Like, yes, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, well, thanks so much for your time, Tomoko. Oh, thank you. Yeah. um, I I wanted to um, tell all the old people repetition. (laughs) Yeah. If if you think you can't try it 100 times, then you definitely do it. Nice. And I've all the flat water pop up. I've seen people that who couldn't even stand on the board never stopped before are popping up if no. they keep coming so yeah. Yeah, but i believe it. that but if tomoko can do it anybody <laughs> yeah yeah that was the um what we've been chatting to jeremy like we used your video as the example so thank yeah. you thank you for persisting no. and showing what's possible and i was going to ask what's your tip but you gave you gave the tip repetition and just yeah, yeah. Keep at it <laughs> yeah don't look at the young people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at what the other old people are doing. Yeah, look at me. And then yeah. you can confidence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks so much, Tomoko. And I can't wait to get over to Maui yeah. and get a few oh, runs with you. Yeah, yeah, next year. Yeah, next year for sure. Well, I want to um, Yeah, I can't wait to to share a run and just, you know, hoot and hole the whole way down the run together. It'd be so fun. Yeah. Yeah. By probably 30, 40 people doing it. Yeah, that's it. It'll be it'll be crowded out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, the we were joking. The harbor parking would be full, just like Ka'a. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, thanks so much, Jamaican. Thank so much, and I'll keep watching your video and get inspiration. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> watching your video now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank All right. You. See you, Jamaican. <laughs> thanks so much. Thanks. Bye.